Last time on the Academy. Has someone misplaced the tool? Yeah. Seven attendees of the Midwest Invitational found themselves meeting an interesting group of people. Uh, can I have a teddy bear? <laughs> Why, of course. But as the show began, they found themselves trapped inside the stadium. <laughs> You shut up and put us back, or I'm gonna kill you. Will our unexpected combatants survive? We got one, two, three. Oh shit! Find out on today's episode of The Academy. I would like everybody to please roll initiative. I I hope I'm near the top so I can. Do- Support you guys. It's go time, baby. You know what? I'm gonna roll in there and see what happens. I'm gonna trust the dice roller. I don't know why I am. I got a 24. Nice. Give me one second. I just lost my pen across my room. That is a sign (laughs) of things to come. It's a G. Yeah. If you check out the stream, the uh, you can see the map. Hmm. It's your in the colored lights all going and the ten creatures as well as yourselves. I'll let you know which ones are you. So Alex and Liz, you got a twenty-four. Rashmi, you got an eight. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Mikey, I got a nineteen. Thormia, <laughs> I got a fifteen plus four, so that's a uh, another nineteen. 19. Okay, Edgar, six. Ooh. Oh boy, <laughs> Dagny. You guys. <laughs> All right, Wyatt. A 19 for me as well. 19. Oh wow. And I'm gonna go ahead and roll the creatures initiative. Cool. Um, just so you all know where everything is, these things right here are the creatures you are fighting. Um, there's one at each of the side doors, and four surrounding the center. Alex and Liz, you are up here, still in your seats. These uh, walls are short enough for you to jump over. You can easily just vault over them or go through the doors. Dagny, this is you and your weasel here. We have, you are over here with Leonidas. Over here we have Wyatt. Rashmi right there in the center with Edgar above. And Ramon to the right. And actually, I'm going to make a quick adjustment here. The four of the four folks who were in the audience originally, you find you suddenly find at your feet any of the weapons or arcane focus or anything that you would normally need to fight just magically appeared at your feet. Wyatt. Thordmir and Rashmi, you already had your weapons on you, so you don't have to worry about that. So, we are gonna get started with Alex. You're up uh, first. Riku, okay. you, oh, before, sorry. Before, do you mean to have that filter on still? What filter? Oh, fuck! <laughs> I was gonna say, you're like echoing so bad. <laughs> What's good is that my audio track that I'm recording to is not through the voice mod. My apologies. It Better. was so funny. I thought like we were getting like a like speaker help. It's, uh, I've got this, guys. Don't worry. Uh, uh, oh, and before we get started, house rules that I like to play of. You are all free to uh, veto these if you don't like them. 
I play by special critical hit and critical fail rules. Critical hit, obviously, if you roll a natural 20, you get to double your damage dice. You then can roll a d20 again. If you roll a second natural 20, then you automatically do max damage. And if you roll a third natural 20, it's an auto kill. Now, I will not let you roll the third dice on anything I consider a special enemy or a boss. Because I am not letting you critical kill my bosses. <laughs> That's fine. So this is good. So that'll be fun. Critical fail. If you roll a natural one, I am going to roll a D4. And one of four things is going to happen. A misfire, meaning your gun jam, your gun jams or your you, something, your sword becomes loose or anything like that to where or you speak the wrong word when you try to cast a spell, things like that. You can backfire, meaning not damage, but the your weapon does something to cause an effect on you. Usually it's a one-turn blindness, deafness, or things like that. You could fumble, meaning you will actually drop your weapon, which means uh, you will actually have to take an action. You will have to actually have to take a bonus action to you have to take an action to pick it up. I'm going to say that. And the last one is Ricochet. That is the one where if you get, you actually end up doing some damage to yourself. This could be a bullet blasting off the wall or you accidentally shooting your foot. Um, you hit a shield and it, the sword bops back into your face. Things like that. So those are the rules I play with. Any objections? Yay! Awesome. So, top of the order. Alex, you're up. Okay. How many feet away are these things from me? You are... Sorry, not that's not the right one. Uh, you are currently... Whoops. You're currently 15 feet away from the closest one. The other one's about 40 feet and 60 feet. Okay. I would like to walk... 15 feet closer to the one that's 40 away. 15 feet closer? All right. One moment. I'm doing calculations here because I'm trying to make the most Uh, effective spells. 5, 10, 15 right here would be good. Yeah. All right. Then there you go. And then how far is that one all the way in the middle? Only feet about? This one? Yeah. You are 30 feet. Hey, good. Oh, boy. Casting Bane. All right, you're gonna cast Bane. Let me I'm sorry oh. for all of you, but I want you to fail. So just lie on the ground and fail for me. All right. That's how Alex cast Bane. <laughs> so you say that incantation, and you are going up to those three. So they may, must make a charisma saving throw. I believe it's yep. Yeah, it's charisma, and the save is fifteen. All right, so let's say this is a Christmas saving throw. Oh, God. What's your spell save, DC? 15. 15? I got max possible at this level, yes. So you cast your Bane hitting those three, and you see them, they're like twitching, and all of a sudden you see the spell hit them, 
and it all just do a kind of pen twitch and this kind of aura formulating around them. They are all they all failed, so they are all baned. I've done what I've can for now. Fifteen right. feet retreat. Because I don't have to be in range for the I just had to be in range to cast it. Alright, so you're gonna retreat fifteen feet. So you're off the map, but oh but, I'm still but, there. No, that's fine. Alright. Next up we have we have Ramon. Sweet. As Ramon is seeing all these monsters, he just cracks his deck. It's showtime. And from his, I guess his enormous pocket, he pulls out like a little cylindrical kind of tubing and just clicks it. And just for the flare of it, his glaive just pops out. It just holds on to it. Okay, so first things first here. Uh, as a bonus action, I would like to rage. <laughs> yeah! Gosh, it feels so All great right. saying that. So bonus action, I would like to rage. So the bonus effects with rage, but because I am a path of the totem barbarian, my bear totem gives me a little boost to that. So I am resistant to all types of damage except for psychic. Oh, boy. All right. All right. <laughs> so then as my action, I would like to move in range of this uh, blue one right here into the right corner. Yep, right there. So, right here? Alright, so you're gonna move right up there, and you still have your action. Alright, and then as my action, I, um, well, I'm going to attempt to hit it with my glaive. Alright, so go ahead and roll the attack. Let's see, so that is a 10 plus 6, so 16 to hit. You hit, go ahead and roll damage. Cool, so 1d10. Wrong die. (laughs) There we go. So that is 7 plus 4, 5, 6, 8, 9, 10, 11, plus an extra 2 because I am raging. So that is 13 total, 13 slashing damage. All right. You go ahead and you basically just charge at this one. And I see Ramon doing a slide because it is like easy ground. He slides right to it and just slices through it with his glaive. You're able to do it so precise that it just slices clean through as all of a sudden you you see the mouth gape open and this creature's head just shoot upward, letting out an ear-piercing screech that is unheard of as right when you finish the attack, the his body starts fading away into complete dust. That creature is dead. I don't even think that's a voice that the mother would like to hear. <laughs> Baller. <laughs> Alright, so, yeah, you, you killed it. Give me one. Second, trying to figure out how to sign this uh, The mortician is with me, correct? On the stands? Uh, yes. I, as a free action, I like to tell hey, the creatures are weakened. They're, they're most likely not going to hit you, but still be careful. All right, next up we have Thorgmir. And back to the voice box we go. Yeah. <laughs> 
Typing. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm having camera issues right now. So oh, all I'm sorry. seeing is black. Oh, so I would say, just to describe where you are close to, you're in between the center and the edge of the, and the edge of the. Okay, okay. It's are, back up. Oh, you stand up? Okay, cool. Yep, this is you, yeah. and that's Leonidas. All right. The target on where I'm standing to the right of me at one of the doors. Yep. Uh, this one. Yes. Cool. Uh, I would like to take out my bow and try and hit him from here. Uh, about how far is that? I'm pretty sure he's still within range. Let yeah, me double. It's Forty that. feet. Forty feet. Okay. Yeah, I, I believe uh, for sure. Uh, something like that. Yeah. 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 You should be good. Uh, so. DM, I think you have the filter on again. <laughs> yeah, you got a filter on. Yeah, I do. don't know why it keeps going to that. Thank you for for telling me. I, I, You're welcome. I, I thought I told you the voice box was back on. I think I accidentally uh, hit a button. Sorry. Uh, keep going. Sorry. Uh, so Dor- Dormir is going to shoot his bow. I was going to try to, but looks like I'm not going to. Okay. What I'll roll a one. Oh, oh no! Oh, no. Yes, I got to do my fun stuff now. Let's see what we got. Let's see Josh, what this we is got. Not a good start, bro. This is not a good start. All right, I'm using swords and guns. Okay, I'm not used to bows. So you go ahead and you pull back your bow, and you take sight, you take aim, and all of a sudden you feel the arrow slip out of your grip and fall to your feet. So you will need to pick up... I will say that you're, you go to... It kind of goes down and like sticks itself into the ground. So you will actually have to put down your bow to actually pick it up out and that you still have your movement, so you're still able to move around. I can't really move because I got to pick up that arrow, so... True, true, true. And I'm going to say it fell, it fell, it rolled under Leonidas. It kind of ended up under Leonidas. <laughs> Leo, retreat. Actually, you do have your bonus action to command Leonidas. So if you want to save yourself, you can get him to go fetch. Oh, if I can do that, I want to do that. Sure. That's going to be, that's going to be Leonidas's action. He goes and sucks up the, the arrow out and looks up at you with the arrow in his mouth. I oh, see our the- allies are doing much better too, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, Wyatt, you are up. One thing, oh. one thing th- that you also do notice is you do see the leash that you were originally holding a couple feet away from you, and you do notice that the collar is basically ripped open. Sure. So th- this whole thing, Wyatt feels like this is all. Uh- this is all like something out of a science fiction book that he read when he was 12. And so Wyatt is not impressed. Wyatt drops his flashlight and as his interaction, his object interaction for the round, he will draw his second machine pistol into his left hand. Looking to his right, he will start by firing uh, a bullet to the right. I have advantage on this shot. Mm-hmm. I've got a 
19 plus 8 is 27. Oh, you hit the fuck out of that. Oh, <laughs> I want to know how you have advantage, but that's uh, just impressive. <laughs> anyway. So, Chris, I'd like, to, I'd like to declare as a gunslinger, as a gunslinger who is who is acting... Excuse me, where is it here? I've got some... Still learning D, uh, D&D Beyond here. Here we go. Because I've acted before they have acted... This is a critical hit against this creature. Oh, God. All right. I am here for this. All right, go ahead and roll another d20. Oh, oh, I get to roll a d20 for this, too? We got to see if you do, because it counts as a critical hit. Oh. We got to see the critical rules. It is is not another natural 20. Okay, so you get to just do double damage. Sure. Oh, sounds good. So I'll... So that will be... I don't get to double my bonus, though. It's just the dice. No. It's so, just the dice. Okay. Sure. Blast um, it out of the sky. So, so that'll be 23 damage against that target to start. Okay. Okay. And you said you, and you have another attack, right? Yeah. I, before I choose to make that attack, I'm going to see... Does, he go, does that guy go down or... Okay. You go and you aim your first machine pistol and fire as the... That creature shoots his head back to try to do a shriek but your bullet basically goes into its mouth and up and basically up its head through its mouth and as your bullet comes out that bullet hole starts to cause him to turn into dust himself you basically busted his head off (laughs) sure and then I'll take my bonus I'll take my bonus action to shoot the one to my left Okay. Also declaring that uh, advantage on this attack. Okay. 24 to hit. And that hits. Uh, this will also be a critical hit. Go ahead. Roll the second d20. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Not a natural 20. 11 All on right. the dice. Throw double dice. <laughs> Sounds good. He's just murdering everything. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, this is going to be a great time. (laughs) We haven't even got to the ones with Bane yet. Oh, my God. So that will be another 23 damage to that one. All right. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to change this up a little bit. You basically do. You basically end up doing both back to back. And they both take the bullet the same exact way and both crumble into that dust. And when I like make eye contact with the barbar my barbarian friend with with the glaive, yep. uh, I'll declare an action surge to shoot at the one to to the. I wink <laughs> at him. I declare an action surge against that one right there. Okay. Once again, declaring advantage against that guy. <laughs> Go oh for it! Oh my gosh! Yes, Jesus! Yes. <laughs> this is uh, this is Tallahassee versus the zombie horde. That's a <laughs> that's a that's another nineteen on the dice, so twenty seven to hit. And uh, with a critical hit. Okay. Uh, so, you know what to do. Yep. Yes, sir. Oh, oh I, you need to roll. One second. Just give me one second here. Not another natural 20. Uh, 14 okay. on the dice. This will be this will be a total of 25 damage on this one. 25 damage. All right. So you go ahead and you shoot at this one. You, you end up shooting it right in the chest. And... Abnormally, it creates this gigantic hole in the middle. Oh, I can't. I don't understand why it keeps doing this. Sorry. It creates this like gigantic hole right in the middle of its chest. 
that you basically can see you can actually see the one right across from him through it and it doesn't collateral but his uh body just starts dusting away as well and uh, as a free action why it says uh loud enough for everyone to hear boys sorry about your damn luck i i yeah, he fixed he fixed your mistake, buddy. He did very well <laughs> fix your mistake. Oh my gosh. Good lord. God I love gunslingers. Alright. Next up is Dagny. So Dagny, you're still in the sands. Yep. So the weasel will pick its head up a, a little bit and look at Dagny mm-hmm. and just start to go. And Dagny <laughs> will be like yeah, Weissel, I did not know this was such an interactive show. Yeah. <laughs> to which he will just mage armor himself and continue watching the show. This is bad to show, you idiot. <laughs> All right. Hey, that's that's Dagny for you. Listen, the- I'm here for it all. I yes. love it, too. I fucking love it. All right. Rush me. My friend, is it the show? It's life and death. <laughs> Rush me. You are up. Uh, he's like looking around with his bag of chips and kind of I can't fucking finish these. And the one to the top left of me, that one diagonal for me. This one? Yes. How far is that one for me? That one is, I think it's, an, it's uh, 20 feet. Sounds good. I'm going to Hexblade's Curse him. Hexblade's Curse. All right. And uh, I'm going to go smack him with a sword. Remind me Hexblade's Curse again. Hexblade's Curse. Once for a short rest is a bonus action. Choose one creature you can see within 30 feet. It's cursed for one minute or until it dies or I'm compassionated. Against the cursed target, you get a plus two bonus to damage rolls. Score can hit on a 19 or 20 and I regain seven hit points if it dies. Alright. Hexblade. So you're gonna run up to it and smack it, I'm assuming? Yes. I'm gonna two-hand this weapon, so I'm gonna do a D10 on this thing. Nice. Go ahead and roll uh, to hit. 17. 17. That hits. All right. Go ahead see. and roll damage. D10 plus 7. That's going to be 7 points to do to 9 points of damage. 9 points of damage. All right. You see this thing and you go ahead and you take your greatsword and go for a nice big swing on at it. And you catch its arm in it and you create like this gigantic gash into his it, from the arm into its chest it's still standing but you start seeing you start seeing that dust you've been seeing from all of the other creatures almost like seeping out of it like it's blood but it like disappears as it falls so you're one ugly motherfucker trust me it's not gonna hit you most likely i'm all just right. Nick has been yelling all this stuff from the stands. <laughs> You're the supportive stage mom. <laughs> I'm criticizing most people, to be fair. Yeah. Edgar, you're up. So I'm still prone, like, head over, arms over my head, and I'm assuming that nothing, because you said the folks up in the stands had all their, their, their you- gear with them. You did find your stuff and your gear magically okay. appear at your feet. You did, and I would no, say that you did have the time to, as everything was going on and DJ Denial was making his big exposition, you had time to stand up. So, let's see. I will... Alright, so I'm as, still centered. As a free action, I'm going to yell to him. 
if you got any magic that require that makes him say <laughs> target the ones that I cursed. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm still center rink. Uh, yes, you're right here. Okay, that's what I thought. So let's go. I guess what's straight up straight ahead up. In, in front of the door. How far? That's about 35 feet from you. So you can get closer to pop off a spell if you wanted to. All right. So let's 30, 60. So let's, let's move up 10 feet and I'll do Ray of Frost. Oh, Frost. And I believe that is a ranged spell attack. Yep. Range okay, go ahead and 60 feet. Yep. Go ahead and uh, roll to hit. And I almost want to roll the digital dice because mine aren't doing very well. Sometimes All right, let's do it. All right, so we're see what she comes up with. I think I got too many tabs open. This digital dies. The struggle is real. Settle, settle. Oh come on. Oh no. Is it? Oh yeah, I I actually see it in, in like the game log chat. It's still going. No. <laughs> what? What? Okay. Nine. <laughs> All right. So, so I just fall on my face, and so what happens is you go to prepare this ray of frost, and you actually pull up the uh, coldness of the ice rink below you, and you can see that energy coalesce in your hands as you go to go ahead and attempt to throw this ray of frost. But I don't know if it was the strength at which you threw it or maybe of something else, but it angles downward and hits right at the feet of this creature. It does not touch him. So that was better than hitting my own feet. Yeah, much better. (laughs) I was was prepping for that one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. So next up is the creature's turn. So, this one at top is going to move 10, 15. Going to move up to into the stands towards Liz and Alex. And he is going to you see his first off, I need you to make a constitution saving throw for me. Oh, Oh, if only it was attacking me like regularly. No, it has magic. Stuff use magic. Fucking normal <laughs> attacks. Yeah. That's 16. That's a 16. All right. So well, 13 plus three. So. Yeah. You see this creature. Now that you've seen it up close, it you see where the eyes would normally be. It's like almost like dimpled in. As if there were eyes there, but it's completely blank. He f- does in you see him kind of sh- his head shaking and his mouth drops open as he s- does this insane sounding screech right. straight in your face. Oh, no, and got- what happens is it's doing this at your face and you are taken aback by it. And you come back and it doesn't really phase you. At all. Did I take any damage from that? Nope. Okay, took never no mind. Damage, you passed the save, so you're I, good. I, I, I know 
the one thing which I know about playing a spellcaster, if I have a constant spell, if I have to roll if it hits. So this next one is going to actually start moving into the audience as well, because Edgar missed and he's not interested in him right now. <laughs> and he's going to come over to Dagny and Dagny, I'm going to need you to also make a constitution saving throw. God damn it. Just use your claws. So hit him with the back of your hand. Please. I can't believe I wasted it. Ugh. 19. The creature does the same thing. It drops open his its mouth and lets off this hellish scream at you. But not only are you unfazed, like you don't even move a muscle at this point. You're just sitting there with a gigantic smile still. I was about to say, so this happens and Dagny's just watching this. It's it's a Broadway show. So <laughs> when this thing comes up to him and, and does this, he just goes, yes, it's almost lifelike. Yeah. And I can imagine the the, the weasels probably fuck. <laughs> or is he too in tune with this that he he's whatever as well? No, yeah, the, the weasel's head is like going back and forth and is kind of he's frantically like to uh to to yeah. Dagny and Dagny is just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. With that one, we move on to this one that just got slashed through. He lets out. Let's see here. Axel, calm down, Echo, please. Rashmi, can you please... What is your AC? What is it? 13. 13, alright. So, you see this creature. He lets out... It's not a screech anymore. It's more of a growl at you. And all of a sudden, he goes ahead and goes to headbutt you. Uh, but... You have a little bit of a drunk stagger as soon as he does that and completely misses you. <laughs> Bane has finally worked. You just oh, he rolled a two, so <laughs> wait, it didn't wait, matter. Wait, wait, I want to see, does he get a negative number with that Bane? What, yeah. what does the Bane do again? It the, gives him minus a d4. Minus yeah. a d4. It does, it gives him a negative one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway. So, damn. Hmm? Go ahead. I'm, I'm happy now. Like, I'm, I'm willing to die now. No, I was just going to say, this is damn, he went from a bitch to being a punk-ass bitch. <laughs> All right. This one here is going to 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yep, it's going to run straight up to Thorgmir. Thorgmir, what is your AC? Not the dog. <laughs> Thorgmir. Button was not one to work. My AC is a 15. 15. All right. He also lets out that growl growl at you. And because you obviously attacked his, you clearly attempted to attack. He noticed that you attempted to attack his friend. So he lunches backward and just goes and mashes his head right into your chest. You take eight points of bludgeoning damage. Ow. This next one, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, is going to start moving upward, as will this one, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And now we are at the top of the order with Alex. Okay. 
Okay, what is my 10 feet in di- diameter? Your 10 foot diameter would be. There's there's no way I can intercept both of these creatures, correct? At the current moment. No. Wait a minute. Uh, centered on your centered on yourself or centered oh. where? I'm not gonna center on myself. I'm trying to okay. capture both creatures in the 10 foot radius. Okay. No, it. Uh, I, I was trying to doesn't do. Doesn't look it. No. I wanted to do something hokey, but I can't. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give this to the DM. Cloud of daggers or lesser concussion? Why? Evens, cloud of daggers, odds, uh, concussion. Okay. Wait, I'm going to do concussion. Okay, you're going to do lesser concussion. All right. So he has to make a. Well, technically, 15 plus whatever that minus D4 is. Yes. And that's a save of, I want to say, constitutional wisdom. I believe it is. It's con. Con. All right. So you let's see here. You go ahead. Uh, you like conjure up this psychic energy. And as the bull kind of goes out to implant itself into its head. But you see it go to hit its head and it just bounces off of his head. And then stands in front of you completely unfazed. He rolled a natural 20 on his save. Ow! Ow! Okay. Mm. So, even with the minus three, even if I were to include a minus three, he would still have a 19. So, sorry, buddy. Do you have... uh, Remember, you still have your... Was there anything else you wanted to do? You've already used your action. I'm trying to remember what I got for... Let's see. Let's see. How long, how far does Bardic Inspiration work? What's the range of Bardic? It's 60, 60 feet, yes. Who's within 60 so, feet of me? Uh, within 60 feet of you would be, it appears to be Dagny. Yes, so 60 feet of you would be Dagny, Edgar, and Rashmi. Uh, Ramon is just outside the range. I've got three feet of movement. I will take a tech of opportunity if I move. Which of those two are next in the... Those three, who's next in the turn order? Dagny. Dagny, you got bardic inspiration. Come on and help us! All right. So next up uh, is Ramon. Cool. Sweet. Okay. Oh, we're going to go for the one that directly below Ramon. (laughs) Yes. All right, so are you? Where do you want to stand? Uh, let's do at the diagonal of its top right. Cool, cool. So he's still raging. So we are going yep. to, as with my action, I'm going to again use my. Let's see. Does a twenty-two hit? Yes, it does. Go ahead and roll damage. Oh, cool. okay. Five six. So that's 11 points of slashing damage. Okay. And as a bonus action, I am going to use my pole arm master feat. So that means that I'm going to, after swinging with his glaive in a flurry, continue with that momentum, I'm going to attempt to hit this creature with the back end of my glaive. So I'm going to hit it with the blunt end. Okay, roll to hit. 
Ooh, natural 20. Let's go. Oh, nice. Go ahead and roll Reaper's the second D20. Your, your thing's on. Why yeah, is it doing this? I turned it off. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, you know what? There. It's Voice changes off. Okay. I just like the, I just like the idea that DJ device is like, just keeps like coming in and out. He's like narrating this like he's a sportscaster. <laughs> yeah, that that so is that, the logical reason why. Yeah. So, so that is not a natural twenty, but so let's right. roll d- double damage here. All right. Okay. That is going to be. So that is eight points of bludgeoning damage with the blunt end of glaive. All right. You go ahead and you. I'm assuming you you're slashing upward first. You go ahead and you slash upward up the middle of it and like a cut going straight up it, not all the way through. And you're starting to see like the black dust start seeping out like blood. And at the top, at the apex, you just bring down the blunt side of it and it causes whatever was left in its flesh to separate. As it just crumbles into dust. Come get some. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next up, uh, Thorgmir, you're up. You just got some kind of weird creature head in your chest. <laughs> Let's see. As a bonus move, I can make uh, Leonidas attack first. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Whenever Leonidas uh, saw this thing hit me, it lunges at him. And tries to tear a chunk out of its its leg or whatever. So it's it's essentially readying its uh, bite action as a reaction to an attack. Okay. You see uh, Leonidas just starts snarling at that creature right in front of you. And it's like bracing itself looking at you. Looking at it. Okay, and to attack with my machete, would I have to use another action to ready it? Uh, you will have to, since you don't have it. Usually you can draw a weapon as, a, as an interaction. You can you yeah. get, one of, you get one of those around. Yeah. Yep. Yes. You, yeah, then so, if you want to draw two weapons, it takes an action. Yep, so go ahead and, yep, yeah, you can use your interaction, object interaction, to draw your machete. Okay, would I still be able to attack? Yep. Okay, then I'm going to do that since he's right up on me. All right, go ahead and roll to hit. Nat, tw- nat 20. Nat 20. Nice. All right, go ahead, and roll uh, go ahead and roll it again. See if okay. you... That's a nine that time. But All I still right. do double damage though, right? Yes, you still do double dice. Okay. Let's see, the machete is... Okay, I do have a quick question. With my machete, it says plus six, then it says 1d6. So it is uh, plus six to hit. You don't have to worry about that right now because it is you rolled a natural 20. But if you didn't roll a natural 20, you would add the six to whatever you rolled. Um, The dice there, what what did you say? It was a 1d6? Yeah. Okay, that is your damage. Yeah, it doesn't have any plus Yes. Okay. So I'm guessing this is one-handed because I don't think I put my bow up. You did not. Yes, this is going to be a one-handed attack. Dice gods be good to me. That's seven total. 
seven, and there was no plus next like one d six plus anything. It just says one d six plus four. Okay, so you'll add forty of damage. So you did eleven damage. Uh, no, because I rolled a three. You rolled a th- oh okay yep yep. So I rolled a three and added four. He says <sighs> roll one more d six, right? Oh yeah, I do. No. Yes. Yep yep yep. That's right. This is why you listen. Double people. damage. Yep. Okay. Just tell me what you got on the die. Okay. This time it was just a two. A two. All right. So, so you I add the plus four to to that one as well. No. No. It's just the dice. You draw your machete, and you go ahead, and I'm gonna say you you go to attempt to decapitate it. And so you go ahead, you bring your arm back, and you swing it right at his neck. And as it enters into the side of his neck, its neck, but it doesn't go all the way through. You feel some kind of pressure of it, not really bone, but some kind of force preventing you from making the full cut. So you definitely did a decent amount of damage to it, but it's still standing, and it's angry now. Now, the way Leonidas is, if this thing tries to attack me back, Leonidas gets to attack, right? Yes, it does have its reaction to attack if you if it does decide to attack you. Okay. So, next up, we have Wyatt. Awesome. So, before we do anything, can you give me a quick measurement from where I'm standing to where the bad guy in front of my ranger friend is standing, and then... The same for the unoccupied individual, a bad guy here just to the left of the barbarian. So this one? I want measurements from them both if I can. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this one is about 75 feet, and this one is 105 feet. Sounds good. I'll start by firing at the one to the left of the barbarian. No longer having advantage. Does a 20 unnatural hit? Yes. Okay. 12 plus 8. So, I'll roll damage. So, that will be a 17 damage to that one. Okay. You go ahead and you aim your weapon, somehow curving it around Ramon. You do some weird wanted maneuver to try to make sure that it doesn't hit Ramon. <laughs> and as it, it's not paying attention to you, it's actually moving towards uh, Rashmi at the time. And so you see the bullet as it penetrates right through its head and as if it's going to just topple over from the pressure from the bullet, but it ends up fading into ash as it falls. So that one is gone. Can you also give me a quick measurement up into the stands with my Z-German? German, yes. That is 60 feet. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm going to... With my, I will shoot into melee, uh, have disadvantage, mm-hmm. because I'm, okay, no problem. Riku, I, I rolled an 11 and a 5, however, I'm going to declare that I am way too lucky to miss and roll a third dice. All right. Uh, natural 20. As, <laughs> my hero. As a lucky individual, as a luck bringer, as they say, I will... Choose the dice of my choice. I will choose the the natural 20. (laughs) All right, go ahead and roll the second d20. Not a natural 20, unfortunately. All right, go Um, ahead and roll your... um, (laughs) Go ahead and roll your damage. 
So that will be that will be a total of twenty three damage on that critical hit. Twenty three damage. All right. So you go ahead and you you take aim at this at that creature that is right up in Dagny's face, and you fire. But you see that you you can see as it you realize that your grip loosened a little bit. The bullet's gonna start aiming downwards as it gets closer. Yet suddenly you see a little bit of a golden glow around the quickly around a bullet as it just magically curves back up and hits that creature right in the right in the middle of its throat. And it also disintegrates. And as is fr- why it hasn't moved yet, right? Right why it is literally no. <laughs> He really and, hasn't moved at all. Why? it says, "Boys, that's far for me." Good uh, lord, Dagny's just gonna go. Eek! Yeah, Help he's just me. Dagny. You're next, first off, but also <laughs> you're like laughing and cheering and all that as a bullet just whizzes by your head <laughs> because uh, it was right in front of your face. <laughs> so uh-huh. it's your turn now. Whoa, hold up, hold up. Sorry, uh, I, sorry. I, 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 I'm just gonna start moving directly forward my 30 feet just like walking and i'm walking like i'm not even in combat right like i'm just like walking very calmly forward all right after you scream that out rashford just goes congratulations you could fucking cow you want a cookie oh boy all right all right at at least i cursed them and and actually did shit you haven't done anything it looks like did y'all hear something uh, there's a finger going up towards that direction. Whoever said that? He doesn't care. He's just like little finger. All right, Dagny. Okay, so Dagny's just—he's gonna do uh, the, the slow head turn over his to look over his right shoulder, and he's gonna notice that there's yeah, he's gonna notice that one. Oh, Captain Hamill, and uh, he will cast—he's gonna cast yes. He's going to cast Grease at the feet of that monster, which will cause Slick Grease to cover the ground in a 10-foot square, centered on a point within range. So let us... So where are you centering it? let's, Let's drop it so it's definitely under our friend, our enemy friend there. But so it doesn't hit so it doesn't hit the bard okay it is a 10 foot square so we're gonna say that would that be good yep that's good awesome um so that is going to be a dex saving throw 14 Uh, is the number dex saving throw for a 14 let's go and I th- and it's also Yay. cursed, so it gets minus a d4. So what happens is this creature, the grease kind of forms under him, and it starts making like this frustrated growl as it continues to try to get its footing now. Uh, its feet is very flat foot, so it's really easy for him. To, it's really easy for them not to for this to affect him. And he falls prone. Yeah. Nice. He rolled a two. 
<laughs> so he covered? Yes. <laughs> he would have gotten a negative one because the D4 would have been a four. So. The, the best part is they keep on getting negative numbers. They fail. Yeah. All right. So this one is prone. Do I have that condition on here? I don't know which one I haven't familiarized, but whatever. No, that one's prone. Rush me. You're up. You are Mr. muted. No, I'm good now. I was flipping my <laughs> mic over. Mr. DM, I got a question. For some reason on D&D Beyond, it's telling me that I don't have Booming Blade when I had Booming Blade selected. So I'm super confused. Weird. I'll take a look at that, but uh, I'll let you. I'll let you use it. I I switched it to present dissertation, so I had a cantrip there because it's going to bug me if there's not one there. Okay. But I was supposed to have booming blade. Okay. Which I'm going to use. We're going to booming blade on this dude and see if I do something here. All right. So, so let's see. Blade. It's going to be. I'm, it's a normal attack roll. Um, if I hit, yep. I'm going to do an additional D8 thunder damage, and if he moves, we take an additional D8 of thunder damage. All right, go ahead and roll for the attack. It is a 19 to hit, and it definitely hits, so go ahead and roll damage. How much? 20. 20, all right. This is the one that you hit earlier. I mean, it was still standing. So you take your blade, and you aim it straight for right into the cut that you made. And set off the booming blade, which crackles it in uh, lightning energy just all over. And essentially, as the lightning dissipates from the spell, it's no longer there. It, you basically burned it to all hell. So, Well, before I can do that, guys, I'm going to start moving my way up towards the uh, stands. Uh, so, how far do you want to move? You, have your, you still uh, have your full movement. Yeah, 430. I'll go 430. Okay, 10, I don't you go ahead and go over the wall. It's it's a really short wall. I'm not even going to make you get a penalty for it or anything. No, no that's it. Yeah, no bonus action stuff. But let's uh, move on to Edgar. Ah, damn computer. It's fun when the IT guy can't work a computer, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, so uh, part of me wants to just lie down and cast shield and just wait this out. <laughs> so shield is a reaction. So it's something that you would more so use once something attacks you. You would react with it and it would give you that AC. But up to you. Okay, let's do... Let's see. what's What do we have? We've got... I'm too far away from anybody. So let's do... Yeah, let's take a measurement. How far am I from the one still in the in the arena? The one is still in the arena. Please let me at least get one kill. (laughs) All the martial Uh, classes are, or at least try to hit something. That is fifty feet. So you would have to move about twenty feet closer. Okay. If you wanted to do something that has, well, depending on the range of your spell. Yeah. So let's try that, and then I'm going to try the ray frost again. Actually, yeah, right. it's got a 60, 60 foot. So let's move. Let's move. Let's move 20. I get, you're in range. If it's 60 foot range, you're definitely in range. It's 50 feet away. Does this have a. Oh, no, sorry. I read it wrong. Speed is reduced by 10. So never mind. All right. I'll just I'll stand my ground and just cast and roll from there. All right. Go ahead and roll your Ooh, magic, magic dice. 10. 10. <laughs> Okay, so say again. I'm just laughing at myself. No, the wizard is terrible at magic, apparently, compared to yeah. everyone else. Yeah. 
Noob! So Noob! You're going to go ahead and you're going to attempt to Ray of Frost again. You're pulling up that energy from the rank below you. Now, this last time you shot at its feet. So you purposely tried to aim to correct yourself. And you end up actually shooting too high this time. It actually ends up hitting one of the light fixtures above it. And the light goes out. <laughs> Did so just get something. Arthur over here? I hit something. Bowen's like, at least you hit something. This time at least. <laughs> All right. So next oh. up is our creature who is up on lit Alex. He is still prone. So he's going to attempt to get up, which he will have to make another dexterity save. Why do I keep rolling two for this specific character? The dice gods one, just dice gods rolled, like nah, bro. He rolled one nat twenty. To be fair, he did. So he's currently on his back, and he sits up and goes to climb back up, and his leg gives out from under him and falls right back face first into the grease. Oh yes. Next up is the one down here. Really quick, Dagny um, sees that and just starts. <laughs> I love it. This one is gonna go. It looks. It, it just hit headbutt you, so it's gonna look at you, and I need you to and Thorgmir. I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. Hey, uh, you got this. So, I believe in you. Because he ready last turn. Yes, so I'm going to say he is going to attack it once he realizes this is attack. I just want you to roll the save for us, and I just want to see something. Uh, you said it was constitution saving throw? Constitution. Did you beat yourself by accident, Preacher? No, so you wouldn't hear the clack. Oh, that's the fun of it, though. <laughs> I know, bro. Okay, that is a 16 plus 2, so 18 total. Okay, so... It looks straight at you, drops his jaw down, and all in this jaw is just complete blackness and nothing. And it lets out this terrifying screech at you. And you just stand there and... So it was an attack, and actually, can... uh, Do you have the stat block for the wolf? The what? The stat Uh, block for the wolf? Yes, question mark. I can look uh, it up too. I was just um, curious if you got it handy. I have a thing set in albums for tabletops, so I should be able to look up the thing for. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say, could you also. It, it will do no damage to the wolf, but can you also make. Uh, roll a constitution save for the wolf, it will be plus one to whatever d20 you roll. Okay, and I can't find that thing for the wolf. So, plus one for the wolf, yeah? Yeah. I'll make sure this is in your character sheet so you have it for a future. That'd be a total of five. A total of five. Alright, so as it's letting out the screech, the wolf is, like, shaking its head because... If it was directed at the wolf, it would have done damage to it. So it can tell at this point that it is an attack. So it is going to take that reaction to attack. Go ahead and roll 
for the melee attack, add plus four. Okay, so that's a d20 plus a four. That'd be a total of six. The Leonidas goes and lunges at the wolf. Um, sorry, the Leonidas goes and lunges at this creature. And <laughs> using the vibrations of the screech it's letting out at you, it could tell that it's coming at it. So as soon as Leonidas goes to bite it, it gives like a little short hop. And the bite completely misses. It's going to be look a little weird because its head and shoulders stay perfectly in the same spot as the rest of it moves. It looks so weird and unsettling. Like, you, you, you know how they have the cameras right at their heads and it looks like the head is always centered even though they're moving around? It looks like that. All right. So, that one's dead. That one's dead. We return back to the top of the order with Alex. Do I have advantage since it's prone? Yes, I believe so. Depending on the attack against. What are you trying to do? I would li- like to cast Cloud of Daggers on it. Okay. Let me see real quick. I believe you would... I'm going to say that... Since it's in a five-foot cube for magic-wise, that's why I'm like, it is range, uh, but it's a five-foot cube. Yes, so I'm going to say that... Oh, you don't need to... You don't need advantage for this, because it just appears, and it does the damage for whatever is in there. I, you, I believe for Cloud of Daggers. No, it doesn't say you have to roll to oh, hit. It just, just happens. Oh, salt make damage, okay. Go ahead, <sighs> and so you cast... First off, roll for damage is 44. Yeah, um, I'm grabbing my 4d4s. As Alex casts Cloud of Daggers, all these different daggers just appear above it of all these different cultural designs and shapes as they all just plunge into the box. (laughs) Nice. Okay. That's 12 damage. 12 damage? Yep. All right. As these daggers fall, it is cutting it up like crazy. You are seeing, like, dust splatters pop off everywhere. And it, and what, after all is said and done, it, you could see it, it's still just lurching a little bit. There is still a bit of life That's still right. in I'll, it. Okay, I'm going to do something like to pull out a box of matches. Okay. Can I can I light them up? You've used your action to cast the spell already, so you're not going to be able to do it this round. Uh, you knew what I was planning, though. Oh, I know what you're planning. It's in the green. <laughs> All right, Ramon, you're up. Cool. Okay, let's see. I can't really get anywhere else. Eh, screw it. We're going to try to get as close to help Thorbeer out over there as far as we can. Unfortunately, I'm probably going to have to use my full movement here. Yep, so that would be right there. So you're. Oh, and DM, I just found the stats for the wolf. Turns out it had an advantage since I was right next to that creature. Oh, shit, that's right. I apologize. Mikey, do you have any range? And first off, since it was during its turn, I am going to. First off, I'm going to undo Ramona's move. If you want to re-roll it and roll the second dice for advantage and retcon it, we can do that. Okay, okay. 
I apologize for that. I forgot about the advantage. <laughs> okay, and this is a let's see, D twenty. D20 yeah, it doesn't have any bonus to attack, does it? It's still the D20 plus 4. It, oh, D20 plus 4? Yes. Yeah. So that'd be a 22. So that one hits. Uh, so feel free to so go ahead and roll 1D6 plus 2. 1D6 plus 2. That's, uh, that's 3 points there, total. 3 points, alright. So yeah, doing a little bit of retconning, Leonidas slashes out this creature's leg and easily able to bite out a chunk of its leg it completely just rip off of it it's having a little bit of trouble standing up but it's still active so whittling, back to- whittling it down whittling it down yeah so ramon do you want to still make that move that you were going to make uh no so it's a good thing i double checked to see what kind of weapons i have on me <laughs> so Figuring that Ramon can't necessarily get to Thormir in time, we're he's just going to remember his good old days of high school, and uh, we're gonna attempt to throw a javelin at this thing. <laughs> Shit! All right, go ahead and roll the hit. Be like, I am still raging. Yes, yes, you are still raging. Okay, so fourteen plus six, so that is a dirty twenty. All right, if that hits, go ahead and roll damage. Cool. Uh, Chris, just a question. Is he's firing at the one with the, the ranger? Yes. So is does that is it the same as like when I shoot into combat? Is it at disadvantage when you're throwing a weapon into combat? I'm not that familiar with 5e, so that way I know. Uh, um, I, it's after a f- certain length, it's oh, at disadvantage. Okay. That's why it has the like... The 60, 120, slash 120, the 60 range would be regular range, and that would do the full damage. The second one is at a disadvantage. Perfect, thanks. Yep, no worries. Cool, okay, so let's roll for damage. Ooh, okay, so 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. So that is 11 points of piercing damage. 11 points, all right, so... You take out this javelin and you hurl it at that creature. Uh, Thorgmir, you're looking at this creature after um, all it's done. And suddenly you see through its head the point of a javelin pop out. (laughs) And suddenly around that javelin, the creature begins to fade away and the javelin drops to the ground. Just before it completely fades, I just want to yeah. take one more swipe with the machete just because it just kicked me off. You're uh, bitter, you're like, ah. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> the dust that it's turning into, it goes into a whirlwind with the force that you brush towards it. <laughs> All right. So next up, we actually, next up is your turn, Thorgmir. <laughs> okay. So since there's no others in the uh, arena, yep, I want to. Let's see, I still got my bow in one hand, so I'm just going to put my machete up and quickly draw out another arrow if I can. Yes, you're going to put your machete away so that's the interactive object. I'll still get an attack with my bow. Yes, because Uh, drawing the arrow is part of the attack, yep. Okay. Okay, so how far is that, by the way? It is 60 feet. Okay, so within range of my bow. Okay. Dice gods, be good to me. 
So that would be a uh, 27 to hit. Hell yeah. All right. Go ahead and roll damage. That definitely oh. hits. That's what they expect to hit. <laughs> I've never, never had this much damage dice before. <laughs> ah, I lost my dice. It fell off the table. Uh, can I roll again since it fell off the table? Yes. Okay. Let's see, plus four. So that would be a total of six damage. Six damage. All right. So I'm going to say you decide that this creature is still on the ground prone. So in order to hit it all over the wall, you decide to do a lob shot into the air to get into him. And the arrow travels up and comes straight down, almost like the final dagger, into its head as it basically dissipates and melts into the grease. I'm gonna and... I'm gonna start the fire as well just to be sure it's dead. <laughs> Striking at the ashes. He's just gonna go ahead and set fire to that grease. Yeah. I'm just confirming it's dead. Kill confirm. Alright. I'm happy, I gotta kill. (laughs) The music dies down. The colored lights all around you. It's almost like a quick darkness as they go off, but then the work lights in the ceilings all uh start popping on, so it's not pretty anymore. And suddenly you hear as out onto the stage comes blah, 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 blah. out onto the stage comes Chancellor Melinda Harkness applauding you. Well, I see there was a good reason we convinced you all to come here. Alex. And on that Wait, wait, wait. You did this on that trap. And on that we'll save exactly why she brought you here for next session. Hey, let's oh. go. All right. This was a lot of fun, and it gave me a lot of good insight to your characters and how you fight and what adjustments I need to now make for the rest of them. Awesome job, y'all. I originally made this a little bit harder, but I thought, eh, first battle, I'll make it a little bit easier. But y'all did good. Holy shit, Dylan. <laughs> I, 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 I tell you what, those things were not... They, they weren't nothing special. I'm a monster hunter. Yeah. Like, so essentially, they were a homebrew creature that essentially just stole the skeleton's stat block. I called them just shrieks. They do actually uh, force damage with their shriek attack that you saw, as well as headbutt people. And they're really low in hit points, so <laughs> y'all. Anyway, that's going to be a wrap for us for our first session. I know it's late. I am sorry. I didn't expect it to go so late, but I love you all for sticking with me. Thank you all for joining us. And I'm going to let everybody give a quick goodbye and say whatever last words, goodbyes that they want to before we leave. Go ahead, Echo. You can start. Okay, bye. All right, Mikey. Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking with us on episode one of the Academy really quickly. If you enjoyed this, make sure that you follow us at D&D Vibe Tribe Production on all the socials. We will be releasing this game every other Tuesday, so stick around for that. It's going to be a good time. Uh, You can find me at Pop Culture Geek. We can find us at D&D Vibe Tribe Productions. And you can also follow our other amazing player, Minnie, Minnie Moss, on the TikToks. But yeah, this is really good, and I have to give kudos to Chris, the awesome dungeon master for this game, for 
running an amazing episode, dude. I'm so excited for this story, and I cannot wait to see where you lead us with this one. I'm so excited for this. All right, let's let's move on to Sutfin. So join us next time when Edgar learns how to throw snowballs properly. Yes. Just grab a focus, man. You get a plus one. Oh, I know. It's uh, the dice were not play- the dice were not good to me tonight. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> happens. All right, Adolfo. Thank you, uh, Chris, for DMing. This was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun playing uh, Dagny. Hope y'all enjoyed Dagny, and we will see you next time. Avida Sen. I love it, love it, love it, love it. And Josh. Hey, everyone. I want to thank all of y'all for tuning into the session. Please stay tuned to see what else we can get into. And with that being said, stay awesome, and I'll see y'all at the next LZ. Finally, Dylan. First, I want to thank Riku for inviting me, and it was awesome to get to know everybody a little bit tonight. And uh, just a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and pretty much everywhere, at Roll6s. And uh, yeah, like I said, I just made a, I just posted a gift that said, and then I just started blasting. Look forward to more blasting as we uh, move forward here. Oh my God. I didn't even realize you posted that. <laughs> but I anyway, love it. So anyways, I just kept on blast. And I am your lovely Dungeon Master, Riku. Thank you all for joining us. You can find me on any social media as Pup Riku or Puppy Riku, depending on the platform. Tune in to the rest of our games. You can find me on Friday Night Fights and on Furusato here on the D&D 5 Tribe. In fact, you get a dose of me every Tuesday since on the off weeks of the Academy is Friday Night Fights. So you get more of me. And of course, Furisato on Fridays. And with that, thank you all so much for joining me on this crazy adventure. I can't wait for you to see this insane journey these folks are going to be going on. But until then, as Mikey would say, let the good times roll. Catch you all next time. Bye. All right. Goodbye, bears with dicks in their mouths. Oh, dude. <laughs>